It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off the Leash. With George Ferrucci joining there. How are you, George? How are you, mate? I'm good. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas and uh, Boxing Day and so forth. Yeah, no, it was all good, mate. And uh, as we've seen yesterday, the, the Group 1 action didn't stop for the dogs. And um, I really hope punters got on vo- got him on board with Jarek Bar, mate, because that was an unbelievable victory. So dominant. What about the price, though? Yeah, look, we, we said it all week, Cosy. And um, I just, I, it was one of the most lopsided um, pre-post markets I'd seen in a long time. He was the slower of the heat qualifiers. They seemingly just took the uh, the price off that, not the fact that he was last year's winner. The week before that, he ran quicker than any of the heat winners. He was in terrific form. It was just really weird to see $8 come up. I thought he was going to be buying for favouritism. So when he jumped as well as he did, it, he was never in doubt, Cosy. I mean, he, he had Yarchi Bale sitting behind him, but even Yarchi Bale over that distance, I don't think he's ready to catch uh, Jarek Bale yet. And Look, what, a, what an easy victory, 37.08. Dookie Devil, who started favour in the race, ran second. It was a good run. He, he got to the line really nicely. And Yachi Bale rounded off what uh, was an, a, a really big day for the Galbridges. But um, Jared Bale, back-to-back sale cups, um, smashing the half-million-dollar prize money. He has just been such a marvel. And I tell you, um, owned by um, Team Wheeler, and they will be sending some of their own females to him. There's no mm. doubt about it, because he's got great grit and determination, and his half-brother, Chris Bale's already been used at stud, and this boy's on another level. Well, here's how he did it. Away. Dookie Devil began OK. There is pace out wide. Jarek Bale fast out, as too was Yachi Bale, and the Bales will lead them out of the straight. A Pratt to Alpine Butterfly, and in bother the other locals. That's uh, Lady Lily Hook and Great Guy to the back, and Jarek Bale on the arm. Two lengths to Yachi Bale, and they've raced by three to one. Tapped, who tries to wind up. Then Dookie Devil, Alpine Butterfly. Ariane Bale is further back and no use going back any further. It's Jarek Bale, the one to beat. He's about three lengths in front here from Yachi Bale in second spot. A good gap to Dookie Devil, but turning and Jarek Bale's got it. One. Jarek Bale for the cup again has won. It's a dead heat almost, the miners. Dookie Devil and Yachi Bale. And in behind him was Ariane Bale with untapped great guy, Lady Lily Hook Alpine Butterfly in 37.09. And I suppose, George, that distance being in the middle, it's just that one that some find it a little bridge too far and some find it a little bit too short. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, um, Yachi Bale, for instance, who who ran third in the race, um, got to a nice position in second, and you thought for a second it was going to be game on, but Jarek Bale has got the dominant staying form. And that's not to suggest that Yachi Bale won't get there. I mean, he's just starting up, up over that distance, but... Look, Jarek Bale, um, the only greyhound ever to win sale cups over that distance was just incredible. He really was. Um, it was an, an unbelievable performance. As I said, he's won over half a million dollars in prize money now. I think the box draw might have put a couple of people off and maybe why he was that price. He did get into $6.50 late after being $8 pretty much all week. He was seven fifty, and I think I said, this is how much uh, mm. we've got going on. I said to Matt Nevitt, I said from seven fifty, I think you'll you'll see him come in a little bit. Actually, went out to eight, and then come into six fifty. So, yeah, it was a little bit of a surprise, but what an absolute start! Well, going to have a chat with Peter Johnson, the general manager at Sale. It would have to have been rap of the night. It was sensational. Oh, look, it was. I seen the Hulk. Um, someone dressed as a Hulk walking around <laughs> near the boxes before they started, and look, the crowds were were deep on the fence. And 
Look, Sale do it really well. It's it's in that perfect location. I think everyone's looking for a bit of celebration after Christmas. Um, obviously, they had a couple of lean years because of COVID where we couldn't get out there, but it's back to its absolute best. And I think it fits perfectly on the best on the back of an unbelievable Dream Chasers series. So it was a great way to finish off the year. Um, and I'll tell you what, there's been some terrific results for some trainers, mm. uh, especially in the back end. How much longer do you think Jerry Fowler will race for? Well, I tell you, he is a greyhound that will clearly be selected, um, say, for the Rookie Rebel, which will be on... Um, this is a race he won last year, by the way. Um, yeah. will be on in February, uh, Cosy. So seeing that it's not too far away, I'm tipping that'll be certainly on the cards. Look, he's just ra- he's still racing very, very well. As I mentioned, there's probably a stud career um, waiting, but he's one of those greyhounds I don't think that's going to be fully booked at stud, but he'll certainly get some females here and there. Um, so, look, they'll race him until he's had enough, and uh, it's just been, as I said, he's, to, to go back to back in a race like that is just incredible. All right. Now, the uh, great finish of the year for Team Delridge, they just get RSI getting winners, don't they? That's <laughs> a good way to put it, mate. Look, they've always had a lot of winners. And they work hard like a lot of trainers do, and they've built up a really good team. They've got people like the Wheeler family behind them, which clearly is a help. But their last uh, their last part of this year has been amazing. Uh, just the scenes on track after they won the, the Melbourne Cup with Yachi Bale were unbelievable, and they always thought the Sale Cup was a race that they, they had a really good team going in. Um, so, you know what, just deserves for people that work really hard. As I said, we've got some terrific trainers, probably the best in the world in this country. And, um, yeah, it's just their time at the moment. They're having an unbelievable run. And look, they've got the team. They, they have said, um, and they did mention it in interviews, they've got the team to, to, to propel themselves into 2023. And as I said, you see them, any feature race, they're there. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. As I said, they've got really good... They don't exclusively train for the Wheeler family, mm. but a lot of their greyhounds are the Bale greyhounds or the Allen dogs. But, uh, geez, they've got a really good team, especially that litter that includes Yachi Bale and Vala Bale and Zohar Bale. That Allen Deed litter, they have started their careers really well. They look like they can run a little bit further than 500, obviously, and if that's the case, the versatility comes into play, and all of a sudden you've got a few greyhounds who have won... One, two, three hundred thousand dollars in prize money. So no, it's uh, <laughs> it's exciting times. This uh, heat's knocked a few around, and that's why the the reason they're bouncing the ball early, George. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we'll give our tips later for Warrigal, but um, yeah, obviously Horsham and Geelong have, have kicked off early, so that's the one we'll concentrate on tonight. But uh, yeah, look, we're going to start getting into that in that time of the year where. Um, you know, GRV do a, a, a really good job in just trying to shuffle, just to try to get a meeting on, and sometimes those morning ones, uh, we have to do it before the sun really starts beaming down. Exactly, and been good feedback from the announcement of the $10 billion turnover in the greyhound industry. It's going ahead. Yeah, it's it's, it's really interesting. I've spoken to a few people, people that are in the racing industry and, and those that aren't, and told him to maybe just have a little bit of a guess on how much he's sort of gambled on, on ground racing for a, for a financial year. And no one really got close to that figure. Um, I think it's just it just shows the popularity of the sport, as we discussed last week. And as we're going to hear shortly, I mean, there's um, initiatives for new races coming up with really, really good prize money on offer too, Cosy. So I think it's just a really good snowball effect and, and a positive one for the yeah, and you look at the prize money. What? Wow, she's fast at what two point two five million? I think, give or take, whatever. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, she's a pearls at 1.5 million. And I think you've got another 12 greyhounds that have broken the million dollar mark. We'll have a million dollar chase earlier in the year. Um, so there'll be another one joining. Like, it's just going to get to a stage where in about three or four years time, we're going to see a few tip over 2 million. And the way well she's fast going, who knows, Cosy, might 3 million might be on the cards. So, uh, no plans of retirement. She's got a slot in the Sand Groper, which is the, the slot race in WA in the new year. I think that's worth about three, three hundred and fifty thousand to the winner. So she'll give herself every possible chance to win that. And yeah, now it's exciting time. I reckon that max race at Sandow just turned her around, didn't it, confidence-wise? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, look, what it did was it showed that she still had it early. Mm. Um, she began nicely and held off. You know, and that form is frank, isn't it, Cosy? Because Amron Boys, yeah. three weeks after that, was incredible. He felt like he was unbeatable, and he nearly was in that Phoenix, or with a bit of bad luck at the start. So, no, you're right. I mean, she's still right up there with the top couple in the country. He's closing very, very quickly. Um, but, yeah, and no, I can't wait to see them. It'll be incredible if we see them clash again, hopefully, in the Tem Lee, which is an invitational race at the Meadows in mid-February, which is worth about 100000 to the winner, which is a one-off event. Well, with George Fruz here, George, the Phoenix, I thought it was an absolutely brilliant night, brilliant race, brilliant night, and uh, the wrap-up from that would have had to have been positive. Yeah, look, it was. I think everyone that we spoke to had a, a, a really good night. I think the coverage was fantastic. Obviously, RSN just covered it so well. I think uh, on radio, you guys having guests nearly every day in the lead-up to the race, th- throughout the whole Dream Chasers, to be honest, you and Maddie did a, a fantastic job. So, no, um, it's onwards and upwards, and um, I think it lends itself beautifully now for an Australian Cup Carnival at the Meadows. We'll, we'll all be backfiring. Now, the other thing to look at too, which has uh, been terrific, Fernando Bale's progeny, they've created a record prize money haul for this year. Almost $34 million in for his progeny this year. Now, to give you a bit of a guide, the, the greyhound who's second is Barsha Bale, the, the, the great, the legendary Barsha Bale, who is no longer with us, but his progeny had won a tick under $15 million. So Fernando Bale's progeny have more than doubled the, the uh, prize money levels of the next uh, Greyhound's progeny, which is just incredible and shows his absolute dominance um, in this country. He's just been an unbelievable sire. And he seemingly breaks his own record every year. Um, $33.5 million is a record. Um, let's see if we can crack the 34 or $35 million mark last year. With prize money continuing to go up, it's certainly, uh, it's certainly on the cards for Fernando Bale because he's still... Um, getting full books, um, Cozzy, and he's getting some quality females, and uh, there's no sign of stopping just yet. George, you mentioned earlier on Jarek Bale, uh, you know, winning the the cup and so forth, and the Archie Bale, that that name Bale, and you look back over the years, the Wheelers. I dread to think how much prize money dogs have won that they've bred. It it'd be, would be the equivalent of the debt of a small nation. <laughs> it probably would. It probably would, Cozzy. <laughs> Look, it famously, um, Paul Wheeler, obviously, who, who passed away tragically, um, set up a, an unbelievable trophy room in his house. And there's pretty much no more space, to be honest. Gee, with that, so, um, we, we, as you'd understand, they've got, to, they've got to make room for another sale cup from last night. And, uh, you know, they've won just about everything right. <laughs> You'd be looking at Tony Group 3, chuck that one out with that. Don't want that anymore. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you might have to start getting rid of some of the ribbons and the ruckus just to make room for the real big stuff. But no, What a problem to have. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. They, they work really hard. They've got a, a, a team of people who 
who make sure they rear the greyhounds as best they can, and then they reap the rewards at the end, which they which they deservedly should. Well, absolutely incredible effort. Just think of the money as well. Now, Sportsbet, their Emerald Series, uh, is going to launch at Healesville and March down the straight. Yeah, it is. This is an interesting concept. There's going to be eight heats of four greyhounds, so just all, almost like a shootout type, mm-hmm. four greyhounds. But the final field will just um, just go on times. So you you could find that one race um, houses four of the eight oh, finals right. the week after. So, you know, we often hear, and I often hear this from trainers saying, you wouldn't believe it. If I was in a different heat, I would have made yeah. it because I ran quicker than the winner. That's not going to be the case here for the Emerald. Then the final the week after over 300 metres, total prize money of $50,000. Now, I'm telling you, um, if you go back five or ten years, there, there wasn't too many races at Hillsville worth, worth that kind of money. They've got the Hillsville Cup now. They've got the Arrow, which is a fantastic match race. Now they've got the Emerald. Uh, it's just all coming together uh, up the straight, around corners, two turns, one turns. It's fantastic. What's the feedback been from participants about that concept of uh, the times getting you into the final? I haven't heard too much yet because it's only yeah. um, fresh, but... I like that they just try something different. I yeah. think if you just if you don't try things, you don't know. And look, everyone that nominates um, goes in knowing those conditions, mm. Cosy. So sometimes it'll work for you, sometimes it won't. But it, it, you will probably find that maybe a heat winner doesn't get through. Amazingly, but that's just just the way it goes. It's something different, and um, that's why I like those invitational races too that the Meadows put on because sometimes you get the, the better ones not getting through. But with with, um, with that. You get to handpick what you want, um, and it's just a, a really good variety. Well, as you said, it's something different, and you know the rules when you enter. Yeah, that's right, absolutely. And, you know, it's 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 innovations like that, that that's in, in, impressive, I think, and it's good. It's, um, it's good for straight track racing. There are certain greyhounds that love racing up the straight. There are certain greyhounds that don't, mm. but we need to cater for all shapes and sizes. Now we've got that youngster rejuvenate who's very smart, and uh, he's got a mate, Hopscotch, he's a sibling. Yeah, I thought we'd get this out of the way while Maddie's on yeah. holiday, but his brother, Hotscotch, has, he said, hey, don't forget about me. 29-12 at Sandown, which is just incredible. And then he comes out at the Meadows last week, and without leading, he came from behind to win in 29-68. Now, I, I spoke to Studmaster of Hooked on Scotch, who's the, the dad, and I said to him in passing, I said, if, if Hotscotch is going that quick, how quick is Rejuvenate going to go at Sandown Park? And he just laughed. Um, his phone has been off the hook, which is a good sign for him, for people wanting to use Hooked on Scotch uh, on the back of these two incredible brothers. Obviously, he's had a lot more winners than that, but they are two standouts. They are going mm. places. And with the uh, Australian Cup just around the corner, um, I'm tipping those two greyhounds will be front and centre as, as emerging talents. And good to have two at the one time who are firing. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez, it's, it's nice. It's hard enough to get one. Yeah. That goes really good. Or that city class in a little, let alone two. <laughs> Part of me that are that quick, Cosby. So, really looking forward to see where they go. When they've clashed, Rejuvenate has beaten his brother, and Hot Scotches um, was the Greyhound's first lower Rejuvenate's colour. So they've had a bit of a clash. Um, the connections don't mind. They own both of them, so it doesn't matter who wins. To be honest, but uh, no, it's exciting times for both. Now, George, can you find a winner for us tonight? Yeah, mate, I've got uh, a winner. I've got a couple, I think, at Warrigal. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do a double because both of them are in, in tomato sauce odds, but there's not much value there today. But I, both, I think both will be winning, and you can get around the $2.80 for the double. Race one, number six, Skinny Olive, trained by Des Dowsh. is a talented greyhound with a lot of speed. I think can offset the poor box draw 
race 10, number two, Fiorano. A couple of really eye-catching placings in town, and when he's jumped on the bunny in town, he's running hit one in quick time. I think he'll be winning as well. So race one, number six, race 10, number two at Warrigal. Quality numbers, Cozzy. Four, three, eight, and one, first leg. Second leg, number two, one out. Third leg, eight, three, two, and five. And we come home with seven, six, four, and two. You don't go broke back and win this, George. Let's hope so, mate. Let's hope so. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, I'll tell you what, this weather's beautiful. But, um, yeah, everyone stay cool. And, as I said, we, we're going to see some meetings moved. Um, but participants are, are aware of that. And um, they get known. Uh, they get let known accordingly. Yep. And good to see the uh, the welfare of uh, Beast and Man both are looked after. Yeah, absolutely. As long as you can come home to a cold beer, mate, that's amazing. <laughs> Good on you, George. Talk to you soon.